Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. How are you? Thanks for downloading our podcast, The Songwriter Connection. I am Dave Got a great guest for you, and I can't wait to introduce you to her. Uh, she's amazing, and <laughs> we'll tell you more. But first, I want to tell you about Discover Sooner. DiscoverSooner.com is where you want to go. Let me tell you what about this. This is, this is if you're a songwriter and you're looking for a community of songwriters, maybe you're looking for other writers you want to collaborate with, or maybe you've got in mind that uh, you'd like a publishing deal. You know, there are publishers, there are songwriters in this community. Check it out at discoversooner.com. My friend Nancy Deckett put this together. She's the CEO. And if you want to find out more about Nancy, because she's a good songwriter herself, she was a guest on our podcast, episode two, here in season two. So go back and check that one out if you haven't. I can't say enough about discoversooner.com. I have to tell you a story about our guest today, okay? A couple of months ago, I was very honored to be asked to play in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, a fantastic show they do there uh, once a month called uh, 19 Miles to Music Row, because where they are located, it's 19 miles up the road to Music Row, and it's held at the First uh, Methodist Church uh, of Franklin, and it is a wonderful audience, and uh, they put pro writers together in a round, and it's just fantastic. Well, I happen to be in the round. And our guest, Jen Bostic, today <laughs> was on the other side. So she, we were on opposite ends of each other, okay? And uh, so that means that when she plays, it comes back around to me. She sings the first song and knocks me out. She's got one of those voices where you think you've reached, the, you've heard the top end of her voice, and then she takes it up you know, again, and you just are wowed. And when she was done... All I could do was wipe the tears from my eyes and say, thank you, good night. I'm not following, you know, but I did anyway. <laughs> we are so happy to have, she's got a great story. Welcome, Jen Bostic. Welcome, Jen. Play a song for us? Yeah. Oh, I remember the first time we I always will 
Amazing talent of Jen Bostic, our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Thank you so much for uh, for downloading and giving it a listen. And I'm willing to bet that she just won your heart the way she did for me when we played together just a couple of months ago. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the Hello. show. Hello. You're so kind and uh, so encouraging. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Where's all that soul come from? That's an amazing voice you have. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I... Love artists like Bonnie Raitt and Susan yeah. Tedeschi and Sarah Bareilles and, you know, yeah. those big, big singers. And so yeah. I just, you know, haven't been inspired by them my whole life. And mm. yeah, That's wonderful. We always like the story behind this song. So yes. that one you just did, I Love You Still. 
Tell us about that. Is that, that about your husband? It is about my husband yeah. of 10 years. Did he really almost miss on the first kiss? He did. It's all, it's all true. Um, wow. <laughs> and that second verse, it talks about uh, the rain on our wedding day. And my husband oh. and I chose to get baptized during our wedding ceremony. Uh-huh. And so we were down in Anna Maria Island, Florida. It was a beautiful day uh, for the rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. And then we woke up on the day of our wedding and it was a monsoon. Oh, no. And the I remember distinctly the weatherman saying, whatever you do, don't go on the beach today. And I was like, I'm getting married on the beach. So I'm this sorry. is happening. Oh, no. But it was actually perfect. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about my story, but mm. um, my dad wasn't there to walk me down the aisle. And I think the rain was like a beautiful distraction from all of it. And it ended up being such a joyful moment, you mm. know, rather than being really having to like sit and think about the fact that my dad wasn't there to walk me down the aisle. My mom was there and we ran down the aisle, literally like no music. It was just in the rain, you know, lightning striking the beach. (laughs) So, but yeah, I, I'm so thankful. My husband is my rock. He's so encouraging and supportive of the music industry and, or of my music, you know, and of just kind of letting me tour and he can't carry a tune in a bucket, but he, uh, but he can carry your equipment. Yes, he can. I'm very thankful for that. (laughs) That's a wonderful song. He's got to love you. that. Yeah. What a gift. Um, let's talk about your story. And you have an amazing story. You talk, Thank you. And you mentioned about your dad not being there. Yeah. Lost him very tragically, didn't you? I did. Mm-hmm. When I was 10 years old, my brother and I were in a car accident with my dad that unfortunately took him with it. Oh, and it was, uh, it was awful, obviously. And music just kind of became the therapy that got me through it. Songwriting particularly anytime I would sit at the piano, even if I couldn't talk about what I was feeling, I could somehow sing about it. Yeah. And he was always encouraging us to play music and inspiring us. In he was a way. musician himself, wasn't he? He did uh, as a hobby. Yeah, he was a businessman as well, but he always kind of said, when I retire, I'm going to make an album. And mm. then he never got that opportunity. And so I think that's such a sad story. My brother and I are, thank you. Sorry. My brother and I are both uh, musicians. And I think, you know, it's kind of that... That gift that he gave us that we get to now do do some of the things that he probably would have liked to do as well. So it's, oh, I'm, it's very, I'm sure he's proud of you, looking <laughs> on down and uh, rooting you on. Uh, does you. your brother play with you? Do you guys play together? We have. We've, uh-huh. We have toured Europe together. He actually lives in Colorado, and uh-huh. he is in a very fun, bluesy, funk soul band called Johnny and the Mongrels. Um, oh, cool. So we kind of stylistically are a little different, but it's fun whenever we get, do get a chance to play together. Oh, that's cool. Now, you wrote a song, and you, you have a really amazing song that uh, just opened up so many doors for you. And I know you played it that night that we played together. Um, was it about your dad? Yes, it is about my dad. Yeah. Well, tell me about that and, and the experience writing that song. And if you would like to play that for us, I would love, love yeah, to play Yeah, I would it love again. to play it for you. Because I know that went all the way up to the top of the charts in In, in, in Britain, England, right? yes, yeah. yes. I'm so incredibly grateful. I wrote this song with Zach Runquist and Jimmy Fortune about Jimmy Fortune 13 from, years ago from now. The Statler yes, Brothers. Yes, yeah. yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you know, the day we wrote it, it came out very quickly. And Zach had been very intentional about kind of saying, "We want to help you write your story." And so it really it came out in about 45 minutes. We were all crying, and it was just mm. something that was so much bigger than any of us. And I never planned to perform the song live. It no? was just something I needed to write to heal. 
I know that feeling. And then, Sometimes you just got to get it out there. Yes. And, it, and they're so personal and private to you. You think, I don't want to share yeah, that with anybody. For sure. Not that, you know, and, and I remember writing a few thinking that nobody else would want to be interested in that. It's just too personal to me. Yeah. But that wasn't the case, was it? It was not. To my <laughs> surprise, I felt really compelled to play it one night. And a woman came up to me after the show and said, I lost my dad two days ago. And I know you played that song for me tonight. Mm. So that led me to continually playing you know i could continue to play it and i filmed a music video for it that someone found and sent to a radio station over in england and i thought it was an internet radio station you know i didn't i didn't know how big the station was at all but i was super thankful i found out on twitter that it was all happening turns out it's one of the biggest stations in all of england and uh, it got playlisted for heavy rotation about three weeks later i was on an airplane flying to england to perform on bbc breakfast television and it went number one Number one. It was a crazy little turn of events, and then I got to come back here and sing it at the Grand Ole Opry, and it's, yeah, it's been just... On the Opry stage. And yes, I've played it at both the Ryman and the Opry House stage. I'm incredibly thankful. So what has been the most beautiful piece of it all, though, is connecting with people around the world in a way that I didn't realize my music would allow me to do and so that's that's been really beautiful again it's so much bigger than anything i could take credit for but it's fun to be a part of for sure she's played on the opry stage in the circle and she's played at the ryman folks Uh, i used to work at the ryman and i just can tell you that every time i walked in there i could just feel the hair on the back of my neck stand up so i can't imagine what an experience it was to First walk on that stage uh, all the history that's there and then perform oh my goodness i don't remember what even happened it was one of those i feel like i blacked out like yeah. <laughs> the first time i ever played the rhyme and i was like did you play oh that big goodness. black grand piano that they have i did well yeah yeah it's amazing yeah and the acoustics are there incredible yeah. oh yeah yeah nothing like it well could you play us that song? yes i would yes. love to this song's called jealous of the angels wonderful Come and go 
of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details Jen Bostic, on the Songwriter Connection podcast. What an amazing song. You know, I've heard it said, Jen, that the three most beautiful songs in the world are Amazing Grace, Bridge Over Troubled Water, and the last song you wrote. <laughs> I think we've got to ask, add this one, <laughs> Jealous of oh, the Angels, to that list. I was just checking Spotify as you're playing. It's got over, just on just Spotify alone, a million and a half streams. So that's big. Yeah, it has blown my mind. The music video, I think, is a... Four million views on it. Four but million. There are some other artists who've also uh, recorded the song, and their yeah. versions have many, many millions of views. And it's just, awesome. it's incredible. I probably receive a message every other day from someone who's just found the song and mm. used it for, you know, a funeral or just a comfort. And that's so humbling. Oh, that it is. What a gift. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, you went to Berkeley School of Music in Boston. I did. So I know you're 
classically trained. Uh, you've you've that's that's fantastic. I'm not. You're not classically, classically trained? trained at all. No. What did you study then? I'm a hack. <laughs> I guess I meant I classically. I meant you know in theory and everything. You yes. Know, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, I do know theory. Yeah. Um, I studied music education. I thought I was really? going to be a high school choir director. That really? was kind of what I set out. God for. had other plans. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, songwriting really did kind of help me process through my. My, my trauma, the loss of my dad. And so I felt that if, you know, I could help somebody else find that outlet, that mm-hmm. that would be, you know, a great purpose. And so I, I went off to college to study that. And of course there was always that little dreamer in me. I didn't really have the confidence to be a performer coming from a really small town mm-hmm. in uh, Minnesota, but I somehow God opened up that door and here I am in Nashville. Wow. Many How long have you been later. here now? going to date myself ah, about 14 to. years about 14 years so you came yeah. here very young you were about 14 at the time yes yes 12 10 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah uh you're beautiful you don't look you. that old. you you're do kind. not thank you yeah so where did where did the songwriting bug start for you was it with after that terrible traumatic it really was yeah. and i didn't realize the artists on the radio don't you know, write necessarily write their own things. Some yeah. of them do, which is great. And I feel like you're seeing mm-hmm. it more and more now. Yeah. But when I went off to school uh, in Boston, I started to realize people were studying songwriting. And I was like, oh, wow, I could write songs. I don't necessarily, you know, have to be the famous singer singing them. And so that kind of felt more more attainable to me in my mind. Yeah. But then, as, of course, as I started to write the songs. I wanted to sing them as well. And so yeah. I recorded five <laughs> albums. and um, Five? Yeah. Five. And they're all out a, there? Yeah. One is coming. One, the EP is out. But the, the full-length project will be out spring of 2022. So I'm excited for that. It's been done for a while, but COVID kind of put uh, a pause on that. So yeah. <laughs> it I, is coming. I know that feeling. Yeah. And you had a single release recently, didn't you? I did. A song called Leave It at the Cross. Leave It at the Cross. Yes. And mm-hmm. there's a brand new music video for it out there as well. And I kind of stepped outside my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I grew up dancing, uh, tap jazz and ballet. Yeah. And once I kind of learned everything the teacher could teach me there, she asked me to become one of her teachers. And so that was very fun. I did that until I graduated high school. And then I just kind of put it on the back burner. But during COVID, anytime I sat down at a piano, I would kind of get all stressed out and anxious thinking about how how am I going to make money doing the thing that I, the only thing I know how to do that makes money, you know? And so... Crosses a lot of musicians, songwriter minds these days. Yeah. So I needed another art form to really press into and just enjoy as an outlet and dance kind of came back into my life. So I'm actually dancing in the video. Are you? Um, My dear friend Sydney choreographed a lyrical dance for it and it was really just, the song is about surrender and so it was just kind of a way to truly surrender all of me, you know, physically, sonically, emotionally, musically, all the things. And so I was really thankful to get to share that for sure. Imagine we can find it on YouTube. Yes. You got a YouTube channel? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's just Jen Bostic. Mm -hmm. Two ends. Two ends. B O S T I C since this is a podcast that doesn't do video right now. Perfect. But you can play us the song probably. I can, yeah. (laughs) Wonderful. To the fatherless, defender to the weak, freedom for the prisoner, friend when I'm in need, feel the earth shake. 
break, see the sky break, feel the rain. Feel like something in my heart's about to change. All this guilt and all this shame. I give it The new single, and it's out there at all platforms that you that you find music. Beautiful song. Was that a solo write, uh, or did you have a co-write? Uh, it was not. I wrote that song with Lauren Christie and Ben Hurd. Mm. Lauren is an unbelievable producer and songwriter. She is probably most well-known, at least in my mind, for writing uh, Complicated and Skater Boy for Apple oh, Levine. She writes yes. Corn, B.B. Rexa, Jason Mraz, Big Katy songs. Perry, huge songs. Ah. And interestingly enough, she became a Christian about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we had been writing together a little bit after the success of Jealous of the Angels. She kind of did me a solid, and as an unsigned artist, uh, a manager, former manager had introduced us. And, you know, we just had this immediate synergy that happened when we got in a room together and years later probably five or six years after we started writing together she reached out and said hey I want to make this record of faith you know I keep having you on my heart to do it with pray about it see if it's something you want to do and that's the record that we're planning to release uh, spring of 2022 and this is our probably it's so tough because you know as a songwriter you know that your songs you know they're each your favorite they're Mm. all like your children but that this has always definitely been a favorite for me as a Type A control freak personality. Surrendering <laughs> is a daily task for me. So, uh, yeah, this yeah. one is a special to me for sure. 
She's an international songwriter and artist, Jen Bostick's our guest. Uh, uh, the equivalent of the CMA in, in, in England, in Britain, mm-hmm. you won that. Two years, right? Yes, I won International Touring Artist of the Year in both 2017 and 2018. And in 2018, I got to host the event with my friend Gary Quinn, which was such a blessing. Wow. But yeah, they, England has been so good to me with the you know radio play, festivals, shows. It's, it's Do you still get incredible. to play there a bit? You know, I do. I haven't been since everything kind of closed down. I was in Europe Mm -hmm. on a European tour that I planned. It was supposed to be a three-week tour that became a a one-and-a-half-week tour. And I actually flew back on the day that the borders were closing, March 16th of 2020. And um, I just haven't haven't been ready yet to... uh, to go through all that hard work of booking it, not really knowing the state of what's huh. happening. So hopefully I'll get back there next year, but this year it kind of oh, seems a little fresh. I'll bet you will. I'll bet you will. In the meantime, you've been yes. playing around here a lot. And, uh, I have. Traveling here? You, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I definitely have been playing here. I have a resi- residency in Franklin at Grays on Main, and um, you and I got to play together, yeah. which was fun. What play- a highlight. Yes. Mm-hmm. I play a lot at the listening room, and I've done a couple shows at the Bluebird, so just trying to share the music and get it out there. Yeah. Wow. You know, I've not played the listening room in the new location, but we're way back when I used to play there a lot, and I've got my first round coming up at the Bluebird. Amazing. December 29th, and I'm so excited about it. But your old hat, it's old hat for you, right? Well, I mean, a bluebird is, it's always... It's the bluebird! It's yeah. always a bluebird. Yeah. yeah. For sure, so... Isn't it great? It is. These people yes. actually listen, and they're told if they speak, they're going to be... They're out. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen them keep people out. Yeah. Yes, for sure. It's always a wonderful audience, yeah, and sells out so fast. If you are not from Nashville and you're coming in and you think you want to visit the Bluebird, get tickets in advance is what I, I really... Yes, for sure. I, yeah, absolutely. So do you have a show coming up there? I don't. I just played there recently, uh-huh. but I have a Nashville Christmas show with some friends nice. uh, December 20th at the Analog. So I would oh, love cool. to see some friends there. Very yeah. cool. And this is publishing on December 8th, so we're into the mm-hmm. season. And uh, maybe you could do, uh, here in a little bit, a Christmas song. Yeah, would maybe. It, would it be all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So people who haven't uh, found you or listened to you yet, how do you... This is this is a loaded question, <laughs> Because I hate when people say to me, what kind of music do you play? Right? We've talked about this on the show before. I hate putting people in genres. But how would you describe? um, I know how I describe. How how do you describe what you do? You know, I feel like I have played with the verbiage for this for a long time. But I think uh, I like to consider myself an inspirational singer-songwriter with hints of gospel and soul and pop. Mm. You know, that's kind of, those are the things that I love and I naturally gravitate towards. And for me, I want to write songs that hopefully encourage and inspire and, you know, leave people feeling loved and full when they leave a show. So whatever that genre is, that's the one (laughs) I want to be in. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And it's a perfect explanation. I can feel it, especially the soul. Thank you. Absolutely. How about a Christmas song right now? Sure, that sounds great. Fantastic. The song's called Tell Me Again. What was it like to hear the angels singing? What was it like to see that guiding star? How did it feel to hold the Savior of the world Sleeping 
The great voice and great songwriting of Jen Bostic, our guest on the Songwriter Connection. Was um, piano your first instrument? Do you play other instruments? I play guitar as well. Voice is my first instrument. Voice for is sure. your first. And that is an instrument, yeah. Yes, and you play it well. It is. Thank you. <laughs> so what's interesting is I never really wanted to play an instrument. I always just wanted to sing and write. Yeah. And then when I got to college and I realized, you know, like, oh, if I want to be writing, I should probably also be playing. And I took piano lessons as a kid, but I was okay. a horrible student. You know, I would <laughs> the teacher would give me music and I would never learn it, but I could play it by ear, you know. Yeah. So uh, I was a student a where she would play something and then I had to just play it back, but she knew I didn't practice. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't until I started touring, actually, which was when I first got to Nashville, that I realized, oh, I can't really afford to play, pay a guitar player, so I'm going to have to learn to do this myself. Uh-huh. And that's really 
how it started and I've just continued to to play. I do love it now. I feel mm-hmm. like there's a connection that happens between me and the instrument and the song and the audience, you know, that you just can't recreate. But it is fun to uh, get to let go sometimes and just sing as well when I'm with my band. So. No, I, bet. I can see that you just really have a lot of enjoyment out of, of singing in, in what mm, you do. Thank so you. you can just see it in your face, thank you know, you. you really can. Um, I wanted to ask you, you're also uh, very involved in um, what we call sync in songwriting. We've talked about it in past shows. Uh, sync, I'm going to get the word out, synchronization uh, between film and uh, TV. So you're doing some exciting things there. Yes. Uh, and a lot of songwriters are into that today because it pays and it pays up front. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you've had some success. I have. It's very new to me. I will definitely, I will be honest about that. This, I, you know, as we've all tried to figure out new ways to, to find how to do music from home <laughs> with what's happened. Yeah. Um, I did have a song with an artist named Daphne Willis. Uh, we wrote a song called Somebody Someone that ended up on an episode of The Good Doctor. Nice. I've had I some love that songs. show. Ah. Yeah, it's a great show. I had some songs uh, in the background of The X Factor and things like that. Nice. Um, but my most recent exciting news is that a couple friends of mine, we have a song uh, for a new Samsung ad. So that should be coming out soon nice. by the time this airs. It's probably out there in the world, hopefully. So, I can't wait yeah. to hear it. What's the song? Yeah, uh, it is called Feeling All Right. Feeling All Right. Yes. And please don't ask me to play that one. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know that I could. <laughs> I can't play every song I wrote either, so don't worry about it. But that's exciting news. Yes. Wow, yes. congratulations Thank on that. Thank you. Yeah. So you enjoy, I mean, it's quite different writing for sync than for artists and for yourself, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's fun, though. I think... We write so many songs that end up on a hard drive, right? And yeah. so this song, it took a year and a half for it to land this commercial. And so it's it's interesting how, you know, you can never really give up on a song because you no. never know where it might find its find itself. And that was a really beautiful little gift here at the end of the year to to see that, that come so to cool. life. I've had, uh, I've done some with sick. I've not had any big placements yet, but we did write this song, Scott Barrier and Billy Lee, who are both uh, on the podcast in the past. We wrote this song called Time Machine and it had this kind of a jingle feel to it. Where would you want to go? And I kept thinking as we're doing this song, I said to the guy, says, you know, this would be a great like airline commercial, you know? Yeah. And so we wrote, uh, and actually it was Scott. We know sooner said that Scott had all these lyrics written for an airline. I love so, it. So where do you want to go? It kept going through my head. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm on a plane flying to Cleveland, and I'm flying southwest, and I get uh, a beverage, and they lay down a napkin, and in big red letters on top of that napkin was printed, where do you want to go? And I went, oh my gosh, took a picture of that, sent it to Scott and Billy, got a business to Southwest. I love it. Uh, But yeah, little kismet there. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. I love when stuff like that happens. Yeah, so... You know, I know we've played, and I lose track, but I, I'm just so in love with your voice and what Thank you do. You. I wonder if maybe you'd take us out with, do you have another one? You I would do? love to, yeah. yeah. I haven't really touched on too much of the the gospel soulful side of me, so I would love yeah. to play a song of mine called Revival. It fits. Let's do it. Jen Bostic, this is the Songwriter Connection Podcast. When you're tired and the way looks dark When it takes everything you have not to fall apart Just remember Like a morning star To let the world see Who you are There'll be trouble 
trouble in this life No, there won't always be a bridge to the other side Oh, but keep your head up and your spirits high Cause sooner or later will come your time Let me tell you, that is fantastic. There are. This would not surprise you if I told you there are a lot of singers in this town. And I think we found one of the best right here with us on the podcast today, Jen Bostic. Enjoy your stuff. Enjoy your music. Thank you so much. If all the skies opened up and the, all the dreams came true right now today, what would it be for Jen Bostic? 
Oh, that's such a great question. That is a million dollar question. Uh, my dream venue bucket list right now is Royal Albert Hall. Wow. So I'm going to say sold out Royal Albert Hall. Ah. The day that happens, when it happens, that'll be like the moment that I know Wouldn't that I arrived. <laughs> that is not a stretch. It <laughs> really kind. is. So it with kind. all of the, <laughs> how big you are uh, you. in England, that's not a stretch. So uh, we're all going to keep our... Fingers crossed for that. And Thank when it you happens, you've got to let us know. Absolutely. Okay. Jen Bostick has been our guest. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing it on your socials and telling people around it. We're up over 20,000 downloads for this simple podcast that started in January uh, because I was bored uh, because of COVID. But you're making it happen, and I can't thank you enough. Join us next week for another artist uh, that we'll introduce you to here on Songwriter Connection. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.